0: Are right, we are ready to roll with another week of SportsInsiderRadio.com. dot com?
1: How's everybody this week? How's Big Mike? How's Big Dave? I'm doing great. Doing, doing great. Dave, just Mike. I just actually. No. Uh, Dave, go ahead.
2: I'll give my little. No, I'm just saying. I'm doing great. Then we can hear what you. What you? What's going on with you? So I
1: actually. Finally caved to my fiance, and we got a puppy this morning, a little mini golden doodle, drove out to uh, an Amish farm. I don't know, you don't have too many Amish out there in Colorado, I'm sure, or Vegas, Dave, but an Amish farm, and <laughs> you know, did the deal, the handshake, and brought the puppy home, so it was like an all-morning affair. I literally just walked in the office about two minutes ago, so I couldn't have timed it any more perfect, and um, yeah. So that that's my morning. It's it's not as exciting as uh, the NBA playoffs or the MLB that we're going to talk about. But for that's my fiance, is
2: probably the happiest she's been. That's exciting. Come on, man. Because you don't yeah, have that dog. That's exciting. <laughs> I'd be excited. I just I'm careful with getting a dog because I had two before, and they were with me the whole time. You know, 15 years. So I know the commitment that it takes and the love they need. So. I'm waiting till I'm not. I guess not as busy to to do that again. But I see everyone here with dogs, and I always think I should get another dog. So it will come at some point. And we go, you're, you're you're a busy man. You're a busy, busy man. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Like everybody in my building too. They they even have group chats. They go with their dogs together and play with their dogs together and stuff like that. So. Yeah, You really have to love – because because I guess when I got them too, I was thinking, well, I could just leave them on the side and they can play together when I'm not there. But they really, they really want the owner too. Like when you walk through the door, they get so excited, and 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 then dogs get anxiety when they're when they're not around their owner for long periods of time. I don't know if you knew that, but they actually get like stressed yeah, out. And, yes. Yeah. So, all right. But enough about that, John. You want to say anything about the dogs?
0: Uh, Yeah, I'd love to tell you about the dogs. Right now, currently, the dogs are 67 and 98. So if you bet on every single game in the MLB, you have won 67 dogs outright. You have lost 98 dogs outright.
2: They are hitting at a
0: 41% 41 clip, down 31 games, but probably even money. Um, Flip side of that, the plus one and a half – You are up 22 games, hitting at 58%, 94 wins plus one and a half, 72 losses, probably down money if you're betting all of them because obviously you're getting a huge amount of, laying a huge amount of juice a lot of the times if you don't know what you're doing. Um, By the way, as I tell everybody, and I said on my YouTube channel last week, you know, you can lay the one-and-a-half runs if you have the right information and you have the right system. Last week we took the Mets minus one-and-a-half because Dave took the Mets. They were at home. People were texting us. How could he lay one-and-a-half on a road, on a home team? I'm going to let you answer that question. I looked up. They were winning 10 nothing. It didn't matter. So let's just answer that first square client question, which was you caught all the clients off guard. You laid one-and-a-half and you laid it on a home team as opposed to a road team. So could you just answer that for all the new clients so they understand why it's okay yeah. in certain spots? I'm yeah, I'm not sure
2: I'm not sure how I'm doing so far, but I really think I have this down pretty good. Um just and and for that it would just basically it has to be like a top it has to be a top 10% pitcher versus a bottom 10% pitcher somewhere somewhere around there uh sliding scale to the to just how good the team is and i think i so so i always do a money line so i look at it and i and i look at what what i've seen so far et cetera, and that one came out to like minus yeah it was like minus 250 so the conversion, so
1: you don't have to worry about the
2: conversion on the run
1: line because
2: whatever minus, whatever, like, and I think that was minus 200. So the conversion, they automatically do, um, whether it's the road team or the home team. So so obviously you get, so obviously you pay less. A lot of times you pay less when you're the home team because they they most likely wouldn't get the bottom of the ninth. So. Uh, it just came out to where, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good, far superior, all over the place. But yeah, you won't see that much out of me. But I don't have these rules. I need to take this, not take that. I don't. You know I me. Mean, I don't do those rules. But that just looks good, so I bet it. But yeah, I, probably I have a few more this year. But it's the better option over just laying minus two dollars. It, it's and and it's and it's kind of thin better option, but kind of thin. I mean, you could shop around and get but still it's just a better option, so I choose to do it that way, but that's why I tell you guys or i I give two options sometimes the money line or the run line so that's that's how I'm gonna do it from now on get, well in in addition options.
0: to in addition as you know, in addition to your um, MLB. I have my dog of the day uh, that I give out to all my clients in the last and if I would have told mm-hmm. you early in the season um, <laughs> that the team that I would be running hot with would be your team where you live last wow. two days in a row on the Rockies at home plus money when you can get the best home team dog Yeah, in, I'm sorry, the best home team in baseball and then get them at a plus price it just kind of makes you scratch your head and go, huh? Now, I'm not saying that it wasn't cool that they came back from being down yesterday early, but the point is the last two days I've cashed uh, the Rockies. And like I tell people, you know, if I would have told you early in the season that the Rockies would be 8-3 and three to open up the season and the majority yeah, of that money is dog money,
2: that's pretty wild. Yeah, it's – well, it, that's one of those rules. But that's a fundamental because it's actually – played out over a big sample size as you could you say they're number one dating back to the beginning of last year uh, versus Correct. money at home. So that's actually not a random deal. It's fundamental. So, yeah, in that case, I would look to, to either play that team or pass because even though it's pretty public, that logic, nobody's really – people just keep thinking, well, it's going to die. And, and And so you can kind of ride those – I hate saying ride the wave, but you can – you can, if it's a bad team doing that, you can ride that wave. Like, I, I wouldn't be shocked if all year they clean up at home again and the public doesn't jump on it. So, that's pretty impressive. I don't know. Do we go put something at $200 or whatever it is? <laughs> yeah, there's not – like today, have. they're
0: making them cheap. Philly, Philly's only $0.20. Cents. You know, the team's straight, straight up playing at uh, – one in the afternoon, your time, I believe. Uh, to this afternoon against eight and three. Ro- What's interesting about the Rockies is they are six and three at home, and they are actually two and zero away, which was very surprising because they were getting huge prices when they were away, and uh, I kind of missed the boat because I was kind of only looking yeah. at what they're doing when they're at home. So I have to start like maybe they're just because in, in early in the season the top. Well, the thing that's the thing early in the season the the odds were it was Pittsburgh, Colorado and Baltimore were the worst teams. So maybe they just were off with Colorado or Colorado's off to a hot start just because it is what it is. What's interesting. And then you guys can get into the playoffs. You and Mike is I track the streaks every day on my YouTube channel. And what's interesting is that when you hit about, it's very hard for a team to win. And and I know you're, you're going to hate this, but like, if I track it over years, like the, It's about seven to eight games, maybe nine. Rarely do you get a 10-game streak in one direction or the other in the M. So I missed the opportunity yesterday. You were on them. The Dodgers had won seven in a row. They lose outright. Perfect spot to take Atlanta on the money line. Today, Cincinnati, the biggest streak in all of baseball right now is the Reds. The Reds have lost eight in a row. They are the worst team record-wise in all of baseball. Two wins, ten losses, losing eight in a row while the Dodgers had won seven in a row. But the majority of that seven that they won was like four game series with the Reds. So make a long story short, you got to start looking for value on Cincinnati. This is when it gets really. I agree. So now, you know, this is when it's hard. I know it sounds crazy. It's hard to win 10 games in a row. It's also hard to lose 10 games in a row. I don't buy into Martingale betting strategies, but you can do some type of money management strategies that I'll discuss with clients on the phone where you can take advantage of these spots. You know, you have Cincinnati, they're playing San Diego today uh, at uh, this afternoon, four o'clock East, one o'clock Vegas time, um, two o'clock your time in Colorado. Um, They opened up at 80 cents. Now they're 90 cents. I mean, it'll probably go up closer to post and you're probably going to get good value on the plus one and a half and on Cincinnati. I've been on Cincinnati several of these losses that they've had, so I by no means yeah. am uh, imprinting money on the just on one side or the other. I've, I've, I'm like 0 and four on Cincinnati of their last like eight because I keep playing them and playing them, and I kind of like your auto bet spot with the Lakers for an example. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. And then I don't. Funny story. I don't know if a lot of people that that here know know this guy Tim. He's he's real involved. He doesn't care if I talk about this. He because he, he talks about it. He's very into you know, he'll tell you the the newest bonuses and a lot of guys in the that for living know Tim that lives in Colorado. He he had the Cardinals last year. Um like after the I I can't remember how many they won in a row. It was like thirteen or something and he he wrote that. He wrote that he was he was going he was betting he was betting between like 5 and 8000 a day on that and then when they were and then when they were at like i want to say like 11 wins i remember they were like plus 170 or plus 181 day and he was texting right. you, i'm going i'm going i'm going to put like 10 on this one and they won so easily so some guys some guys would just keep back in the team when they when they when they win um, and I, and I, I don't know too many stories. The team is losing and come up.
1: Do we, we lose, lose him? Dave? Did we lose him? Well,
0: why well, we're, we're gonna wait for Dave?
1: Go ahead. No, I was just gonna chime in. I mean, because uh, lately. You know, I've, I've done a couple, you know, um, educational mentorships with Dave in the last few days. And just it, it, it's amazing that I would say 98% of the general public is completely clueless how to find an edge and what an edge is. They're just opinionated betters, And then you have this 2% that even though they're good at what they do, they're always trying to be better. So they're they're opening up their minds and basically saying, I want to be coached and I want to be educated because I'm not the smartest guy in the room. And I think those guys actually have long-term success in this business of being a successful sports trader, while the majority is that the client that literally tells me that he has a feel on tonight's game and he's done about a 15-minute recap of SportsCenter – and odds tracking, not even odds tracking, statistical tracking, and it tells me that he's going to put twenty five percent of his bankroll in this game because he can't lose. And and years ago we would make fun of like how crazy that sounds in our world, like how insane that somebody could actually go in and wager and, and think that in any form this is a successful model to be to make money with long term, and. It's it's mind-boggling, and then like you have that other two percent that are not cocky. Basically, Dave, of what he, how he, you know, approaches each well, day. Well, I want to see if Dave and, is yeah. Dave there. Is it, like, like, I want to see if yeah, Dave, you, back can on Can you, you hear me
2: now? Can hear me. I can hear you now. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't even hang up or anything. I I could hear you the whole time. Okay. 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 So, but, but Dave, I'm just.
1: I'm just recapping, you know, that that, know, that Zoom call that we did yesterday, and how amazed I oh, am by some was of bright. these guys. And, and he was bright, wasn't he? And yeah, he was from he the get, At
2: a professional
1: from
2: the, level, only a year in or whatever, he was already at a professional level. And 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 obviously, he was studying. That guy put him. He either learned everything really quick, or he, or he really studied to make it all happen. I'm not sure, or a combination of both. But he was—he was definitely somebody that—that's that's, he gets it. Yeah, he was very humble too. He wasn't like he. Right. He was exactly what you were describing when and I heard you. So, if I if I had to bet, that guy's definitely going to make it. And well, I, I just might wrote, right
0: Rick, and then I one. I just wrote. Go
1: ahead now I was going to finish finish talking about you know the the variance of the clientele that we're getting and that guy mm-hmm. from the first conversation I had with him and I basically you know before I have anybody speak to you direct Dave I vet the client I don't want to waste your time I just I have to make sure that the client understands what he's really looking for and if it's reasonable or I would say 50 to 60% of the guys are completely have no use for what you're trying to accomplish and, and trying to educate these guys. And then you have that small percentage of a guy like that, who is good as he is and as successful as he is, he was still willing to learn and, and understand that there is other ways that he could, you know, be basically to prolong the longevity of his <clears throat> trading business. So I was impressed just as much as you were impressed. And I, I think that's, that's the phase that we're going into, where we're getting more and more guys that are really educated, really humble, and really trying to take it to the next level. Which is, you know, it's a breath of fresh air compared to the, you know, the ninety percent or even higher, probably, of the guys that I talk to on an everyday basis that tell me that. Well, t- give me one game, just one game, yeah. and tell me the best the lock that Dave has. I know he's got. You know, I see him bet the big amounts. And I just, I'm like, do you guys not watch yeah. any of the YouTubes? Like, we have so much content. Like, have you seen? Nope. I just got a text. <laughs> I, I want to lock. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. At some point, sometimes I don't say anything. I'm just like, all right, you're you're hopeless. now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that's just got, different. That's tough. Different. That's gotta well, be just, tough. Just yes. for you guys. Just for you
0: guys to know about streaks when we we thought we lost Dave, the longest winning streak last season in baseball was the Yankees had won 13 in a row. And prior to that, in in 2017, the Cleveland Indians had won 22 games in a row. So if you want to use your – you know, that was just totally ridiculous. Obviously, back in 1978 when I was four years old or five years old, however old I was – the Cincinnati Reds with Pink Ro- with Pete Rose won forty eight games in a row. That's crazy. I mean, can you imagine that, Dave, riding a team in oh, today's me. world? Forty eight. Forty eight. Wow, I didn't know yeah.
2: that. Forty eight yeah. baseball games in a
0: row in nineteen seventy eight. I don't know if how much money he was making betting on his team. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look that up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, but. um in terms of recent history, thirteen is like an extreme number. Like last year with the Yankees, that was extreme. So when you start seeing these teams two and eight, and I don't want to say it's like an auto bet spot, but yeah, same thing when they win. Like yesterday, I really wanted to pound Atlanta on the uh, on the uh, on the money line. Forget the plus one and a half because it was getting it was getting too long in the tooth. Now I, lo- losing streaks probably are longer because it's easier to lose than it is to win it should be binary but like right now for example there's only three teams on a streak in baseball the Mets have won three in a row San Diego's won three in a row Milwaukee has won um, um, three in a row the Reds have lost eight in a row Texas has lost four in a row Arizona's lost three in a row Cleveland's lost three in a row Philadelphia's lost three in a row so you have You're always – every day I do the streaks, the mini streaks, Dave, and the losing streaks, there's always more teams in the losing streak category than in the winning streak category. Every day. The whole entire baseball season. You'll you'll never have a day where the winning streaks – more teams will be on a heater. You'll get the one team on a heater. But for the most part, it seems like when teams get down and out, more teams get down and out. Um, It's kind of interesting psychologically. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, makes sense. Because we were talking so, about losing streaks.
0: My Orioles lost yes. 21 straight games in 1988. So just to give you an example of how bad they've been, um, but when you look at longest losing streaks, just to run through it real quick, for clients that are listening that are texting me, Orioles lost 21 games in a row in 1988. Um, in, 20, in 2021, last season, the Orioles lost 19 games in a row. That was the biggest losing streak in 2021. So the biggest winning streak was the Yankees won 13 in a row while the Orioles lost 19 in a row. So the losing streaks are usually always, even if it's a few games more longer than the winning streaks. Anyway, I'll defer back to you guys.
2: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Um I would, I would think, I would think it would, it would kind of be the same too. But it, it does kind of make sense because the bottom teams seem to just be extra bad. I guess, I guess that's the the logic there. Yeah, what year did um, Kansas City win
0: the World Series? That a miraculous World Series where they were like a huge... What was that, Mike? Do you remember?
1: Kansas City won this. I think it was. 15 or 16.
0: Right. So just to give you an example, they had the biggest losing. They had the biggest losing streak. They also, they lost 19 straight games the year before they won the world series. Talk about zero to hero. Yeah, look,
1: I was right. 2015.
0: Yep. Right. So the year before they lost 19 games
1: in a row, they had the long, they were the worst. They went from worst to best. Oh, I got, I got, I got a client that's listening and he gave me, he gave me the answer afterwards. Well, Dakota, that you're listening to the show, I ended up Googling it. I could have just used your text. (laughs) (laughs) What did did Dakota say? Dakota said 2015. Right. But, yeah,
0: Dave, that's the whole thing with the, the, the worst teams versus the best teams. It is amazing because I'm looking at it right now on Google, and the winning streaks, the losing streaks by far supersede the winning
2: streaks by far. Okay, I learned that, That's what I learned today. Then <clears throat> got to learn something new every day, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. Which means to me, if you want to use the Dodgers-Cincinnati correlation, if you were going to be and you had no information and no system, that would tell me that Cincinnati could easily keep losing, but it would be really hard for the Dodgers to keep winning. The long, the winning streaks definitely. It's hard once you. We know that the biggest winning streak in the. Last five years was 13 games. So that's your barometer, 13 games. Consecutive games, none of this 8-2, and 9-2, because a lot of people start parsing and looking at the last 10, and they get psyched. But I'm looking at the whole – I remember when the Orioles lost 19 games in a row because I was playing the Orioles <laughs> and, and taking the worst of it. You know what I mean, Dave?
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, well – what did do you guys? Something that,
0: yeah, I definitely didn't know. Yeah, let me ask you this question. I don't know if you're on Twitter. I've been seeing. Um, what do you think about this? Like, Oakland had three thousand fans in the stadium. Detroit had three, like two thousand fans in the stadium. People are like screenshotting uh, images of them at the stadium. There's literally like, like I went opening day. There was forty-four thousand fans there. But it's kind of a sad state of affairs if you think about it. Like, majority of these games we're betting on on a daily basis. Unless you're the top tier teams, you're sitting in a vacant stadium. I mean I saw a picture of the Oakland Athletic Stadium last night. It they came back and they beat the Orioles, but it was literally like they were playing like spring training. There was nobody in the stadium. What do you what, what do you this, how do you think that affects the players? Is this COVID related still think, or no? No. no Fan related. People just don't care. They go to like a game like I went to the opening game and then I'm done. Like I don't think it's hard to yeah. get that many people out with as many, you live in a different, like you said, you live in a party town. I would say less of a family. I'm not saying people don't have families, but you know, you're living in a party town, right? Like people like to go and they like to party and I get it. But when you're looking around at like 50% of these stadiums after opening day festivities, there's nobody
2: in the stadiums, Dave. Yeah, I, I I don't, I guess, and it's definitely not money because those tickets are really cheap. And, and they factor that in that there's so many open seats, therefore the tickets aren't aren't as much. So we'll eliminate that. I, I think it just comes down to, yeah, they don't care. <laughs> but a big season, too. Long season. Hopefully they don't shorten the the schedule over that or something. No, they won't.
0: well, my question to you, from a handicapping <laughs> point of view or system point of view, is that something that home you'll field just get doesn't in factor
2: isn't in? worth much. Home field just isn't worth much anyway in baseball. You know, you're looking at like Got fifteen it. to twenty cents. It's fifteen to twenty cents in baseball, so uh, you, we don't. So it's not even a, a big factor anyway. And then the numbers okay, lesser to take the Phillies today, but that's. Since it's so thin and Colorado is is just killing it at home, might pass on that one. But the numbers still right. take it. Yeah, I'm going
0: to I'm going to start tracking these um, these attendances. Maybe the top pitchers bring out, like Otani's pitching today. Maybe Otani mm-hmm. will bring out more people, you know, than yeah. some no-name pitcher yeah, you know, that's interesting. for one I'm of these teams. It. Because I'm just interested like, if if you're a player, you know, like I said, if you're a player, even when I went to the Oriole game, there was 44,000 people there, and it really didn't seem that crowded. So, it's like, it's kind of weird, like, you know, and when they show an image last night of Oakland playing the Orioles, and there's 3,000, think about that, Dave, 3,000 fans in like a 40,000, 50,000 stadium on a regular season game it was like,
2: it was like nobody was there. That's kind of crazy. 3000. 3, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I still think it, I still think home field would still have the same advantage, but yeah, I, that's interesting. I don't know. Cause you, cause you always assume you never assume it will be that like some number like that. So it's, it's hard. It's hard to really to know if that matters because it's always at least how many people? What's your what's the low attendance average? I don't want to say the wrong thing, think, but there's.
0: I, I mean, I would double, probably think du- I would think double that. Yeah, exactly. That's why I made yeah. the news
2: that it was so low yesterday. You know what I mean? So how does probably that affect prices moving forward? Yeah, right. How does that yeah, affect so prices be, moving forward? Right. Uh, that's well, that's the interesting part.
0: <laughs> right. How has it been? Have you gone to any more games since the opening day game?
2: No, I didn't go to the opening day game. I went to the I went to the other one, the the second game.
0: Oh, okay, got it, got it.
2: Yeah. So, so, so let's let's
0: talk about a little. Uh, let's talk about a little since we got a half an hour left and tw- forty, you know, uh, twenty five minutes left. Let's talk about the NBA. What did you think? Did you? I know you don't watch. Basketball and I usually don't. I just happen to turn on the TV on the last play of the Boston um, game when they won at the buzzer, like there was no time left on the clock. Did you happen to catch that or see a replay of that?
2: Yeah, I saw it. So how yeah, do you I like think to that turn sets On the TV up on the last day. game or on the last, I like to I like to. For me, it's the last play. I'll I'll watch that sometimes. That's how I do it. Right. So.
0: Again, I already know who you're on tonight, but I'm just saying, how do you think that affects, like, Boston had this huge lead. They were up 20, and then they were down 10,
1: and they were up, then it was tied, and then they won the game. I mean, you could, we, are, we already know how it affects. I mean, I could, I could give you game twos in that situation 100% of the time what Dave's going to take, similar to what we had last night with Memphis. They lose game one, big loss. They're still at home. The spread was seven. Obviously, I don't know the exact metrics of what he valued that line as, but a bounce-back game like that in game two, it, it's an auto-bet, right? Well, no, Dave. there's no bounce-back. There's no bounce-back. because Boston <clears> won. <wasn't throat> Boston's at home. I'm not talking about Boston. I'm talking about the team that lost into game two. So, uh, in that case, Memphis one- lost game one, one at home.
2: One- yeah, usually there's a one-point adjustment for the team that lost. Um, so here, that's that's consistent four and a half to three and a half. I, I took the plus four. Actually, I, I think taking right. all three dogs, you can't go wrong today. Uh, that would be that would be how I would do it. Uh, and, but and actually, even I last night, I thing. loved your. Well,
1: I loved your yeah, pick last into, well
2: with Atlanta. Yeah, I've been I've been more into to the baseball lately. So as <laughs> funny as that sounds. But so let, me,
0: ask you, let me just ask you a question, Dave. So I'm going to the Bulls game in Chicago on Friday, game three. They're down one game tonight. I'm one game, They're 0-1 going in at Milwaukee. Now tonight they're playing at Milwaukee again. Let's just say hypothetically, I'm just being devil's advocate, the, the Bulls get blown out tonight. So now they're down 0-2. Statistically, Aren't they going to overinflate the Bulls at home, the game that I actually go to, if they're down 0-2, and then it's their first game? Yeah, but they're
2: just. But they're just so bad and not bad that it's just kind of like the Rockies at home. It's just like God, Nobody. Yeah, but I have
0: to bet the game I have to bet it because I'm going to the game. I have to be square.
2: Well, they should. They should, <laughs> they should. They should. They should give extra value. They should make. Basically, the Bulls will be the play there. Whatever that line is, probably. They so, can't let's
0: do that. Play, so let's just play. I'm just for the listeners that are for the listeners that are listening right now. The Bulls are getting ten tonight. Let's just say they they get blown out by twenty tonight. What do you think they're going to make the Bulls the game I go to on Friday down 0-2 at home?
2: Wow! So it's, an, it's a standard plus six bet. Standard. Six. Got it. Anything five or more that you have to play. With it's like three. You the pass. it's obviously adjusted. Got but it. It's it's not going to be. It's going to be like. It'll be like anywhere from four and a half to six if they lose again tonight. It's a standard spot. Too. When I say standard, I mean super standard in my mind. Today is interesting in baseball because you have you have a lot of the games spread out, so this is exciting. You know, you can sit there 10 minutes to post you, on each one of these games and try to find You like something. to call them island games, right? Yeah. Well, they're not necessarily island games, but they're, they kind of are. They're like mini island games because you got you got one game starting in an hour, and you got one, two starting in two and a half hours, one starting in three and a half. I guess you could call that the island, and then you have them scattered like every twenty minutes: four ten, four thirty, five ten. So yeah, I, I like I like how how it's spread out like that because everybody's hyper focused on the next game that's going to start. So if you're on the fence to play it. Then you'll probably get that extra five cents or whatever. That's why. That's why. That's why I what like. Is, to, I, I like today. I'm going to have a lot of bets, probably right at post. Is what I'm saying. Right.
0: What, what is your strategy with with What is I don't want to say strategy. What is your comment to the clients that like to think they're slick with splitting the series and double headers, though they won't play the first game, and whoever wins the first game. They go and they auto bet the second game regardless of what the line is and they say, Well, predominantly you're always going to split
2: the series.
0: Yeah. What, what's your take square. on that? Definitely square. Okay, definitely that's square. what I thought. Yeah, like
2: yeah. no offense, it sounds like something you would say. Like something you would believe. Like no offense, but do you believe in well, that? I don't believe that. I but I do not. Absolutely oh, okay. not. No. Yeah, definitely square can be Yeah. No. Right.
0: Especially if the under here's what I've noticed talking to clients. If the underdog wins the first game of the series, they come back with a vengeance and play the favorite in the second game of the series, thinking there's no way the dog can win twice. Now, I will say, over the even though I'm a dog, better, I have noticed that has bared a little bit of fruit. That very rarely, it's more likely to see the favorites go two and zero in a series versus the. I, it's hard. I haven't. I'll start tracking it this year you don't see a lot of dogs go 2-0 in a series. The question is if the dog, you could almost make the case if the favorite wins the first series, but again, it's easier for the favorite to win twice, but I will say that if you look at post on the second game, you start tracking it, Dave, on the screen. Dog wins game one, you will see that you will get great value at post playing the dog in game two because that second game will just shoot up. For instance, if the White Sox, the White Sox is a, a doubleheader today. So Cleveland is 50 cents, 60 cents. They opened up at 30 cents or like almost 60 cents. Let's just say oh, the White Sox win. You will see whatever Cleveland was normally before the game, which right now is 120.
2: You'll see that thing shoot <laughs> up to 160. Sorry, man. But... It's <laughs> I'm, you,
0: you, you watch. You see. Just check the line now on game two. And if the dog wins in Game One, you'll see that same game, same pitcher go up thirty cents.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know. Yeah. No. But. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Sorry. Sorry. To well, but that. also, Dave, hey, this
1: is this is new. This is a question. I have a fan question for you right now. Because this is new to you this year to be doing this much work on baseball. How much emphasis do you change or? Put on a doubleheader game because it's only seven innings versus a regular game that is nine innings. Is 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 it more? Is it less value? I mean, how do you, how do you really go into that doubleheader? Yeah, before, I mean, at least started, the first game. That's a
2: good. That's a, yeah. That's 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 solid. Yeah, that's the tricky part too because now the starting pitcher means even more. So you're right. I mean, that's that would be the obvious answer, right? I mean, if you were really thinking about right. it, wouldn't wouldn't it be the starting pitcher? but I don't know. Absolutely. It's wrong, five and a half. Yeah. That's no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it is tricky. Is there any emotional edge? Like he's saying in the, in the first or the second or the second game. I don't know. Cause it could just be variance, but I, I don't know. There could be an emotional edge in the second game. I'm just all these years. I can't figure that out. I'll be honest. I don't know that. So and you guys a, guess is good just a,
1: Yeah, and just a segment off of that question, my follow up to that is, and we haven't really had this yet, but later in the season there's always gonna be games where the starting pitcher is really not a starting pitcher. He's really a you know, middle inning reliever that they start the game off with, where it's basically he's only gonna play two innings no matter what. It's just the way and then they just play their game with four to five pitchers. It's so you'll start seeing that Later in the season, once there's more rotationals and, and, and it, you'll, you'll start seeing it more and more, Tampa Bay was dominant with, their, with this style of pitching last season that I remember where, you know, they throw in a guy for an inning to two innings. That's all he's going to do no matter how good he does. And then they're just rotating relievers. And so I wonder how that's going to also what was it? dynamically change. Yeah, I mean-
2: Uh, Yeah, you got me. I don't know. You go ahead, John. What do you think? I was going to say, what was the – you saw everybody exploded
1: on Twitter with the Dodgers game. They pulled him out. He had a perfect game, and they pulled him out. That's different. See, that's completely different. You're talking about a starting pitcher, 85 pitches in, where they're basically controlling his arm, knowing that they need him in the playoffs, and they don't want to burn him out and get hurt. This – You'll start. You don't see it yet because yeah, playoffs is first occasions. week of baseball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's weird.
1: <laughs> it's crazy as it sounds. They have him on a pitch count. They the guys old. The guys prone to injuries. They're just. It, it still doesn't make sense. But that was the reasoning behind it. He still had six scoreless innings. You're talking about going into the game. The price is already going to be set on a pitcher that is only going to last two innings because the way that. He is a reliever. He's not a starting pitcher. He's never going to pitch eighty to one hundred pitches. So, again, it's just a different element. We haven't had it yet. We'll probably talk about this more as we get into the summer, where we're going to start seeing it, and, and we could actually start strategizing. But you know, it's just something to think about because it's going well, to happen. So I want to. So Dave, let me ask you this question. You may not know the answer. Game one of the Cleveland
0: game. There, it's it's a it's a ten cent. Premium. I'm actually looking
2: at that right now. I'm looking at that right, game it's right
0: now. It's, it's a $0.10 cent premium on the first five. Because remember, the first five is almost the whole yeah. game. The first five is yeah. five of seven. They so my question is, I, mean, is uh, it, I, I was going to ask you, is it worth laying the extra $0.10 cents on the first five? If you're in game one? Yeah, because you're, you're getting the five innings of the pitcher versus seven the whole game. Where you're saying it's not even worth it. They're kind of robbing you with the extra 10 cents for two innings because you're only no, a two that, inning that, difference.
2: No, definitely because the White Sox are perceived better, but not for the first five. Not for the first. Actually, I think it's right on the. I don't know. And I could be off. People might hear me right now and go, oh, he's wrong. But the, the White Sox are perceived better. However, the the pitching matchup favors Cleveland, and so it really favors them in the first five. So there has to be some some adjustment. But like you just said, it's basically the whole game, so it's really really tricky. This is this is where your math and just knowing at what point they would pull um, pull him would would matter. It, it sounds right on. I wouldn't. I guess I'm, maybe I'm not smart enough to dig too deep into it to figure it out. But it sounds right on. But it's an interesting topic to talk about. What do you guys think? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems right on. I'd be curious what you guys think on that one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm basically
1: on on the same board with you. I mean, I'm in agreement with what you're saying. It seems pretty spot on.
2: But it's hard to. It's, I, it's really hard to know the exact math unless you're. I don't. It's it's, it's a tough one for me. You know, and then the funny thing also is, Go ahead. Well, I, a lot of times I, there's actually a sharp app here that I key, and uh, yeah, they're really favoring the socks in both those both those games. So I don't I don't know. A lot, oh, I mean, of, a lot is running through my mind.
0: They're like one of the favorites
2: to win the World Series. <laughs> they're like one of the best, you know. So I mean, but don't yeah, you want to back your... it? But don't you don't you want to back a team like that? Like I know this is a, these are seven in games. But it's nice to talk strategy all the time. Don't you want to back a team like that in in the nine-inning games just figuring – it might be square. I, I get 200 dog prices. I mean, you don't you, – you, it's not full games, but I get two dog prices. They're one of the favorites. They'll find a way to win. I mean, that's what's running through my head because I'm just looking at all the numbers. and. So what's interesting and, is if and, I was going to so, so,
0: – so since I lean to the dog side anyway – I would be getting mm-hmm. I'm getting more money if I take the dog in the first 5 innings. So if I like the dog in this game, I definitely want to play the first 5 innings, I'm getting extra money.
2: But you're you you have to spread some out to the full game because your push frequency is so high. Meaning I mean, you wouldn't be if let's see, let's see you have a good read on the game and like it's your top play of the day, you wouldn't if it's a disaster if you just spread the first 5, it's it's tied uh Two to two, or three to three, and then that's it. That was all your all your value you had in the game. So, you have to, so in these games, whenever you have the first five, you, you have to sprinkle a little bit. I I think, unless you have some sick read that that it's extra low or extra high, I think you have to bet the full game too. And that and that's for people that are not for people that bet the first five specifically because some people just bet that. So I get that, but you're going to have so many pushes throughout the year that. A lot of those, a lot of those value plays that you found, there's there's no value that you're going to get out of them because of the pushes already factored in. I know, but uh, I, I think you got to do some full game.
0: No, I I agree a hundred percent. And like you said on paper, obviously the public is betting Cleveland because of the pitching matchup, not the quality of each team. Obviously. You know, Cleveland's four and five straight up. The other team's six and three. The other team's favored to win the World Series, but the Dodgers were beat in the World Series, and they're getting plus prices because of the pitchers, which obviously, you know, is not my thing anyway. I wanted to ask you, uh, just defer back to NBA real quick. Do you think it hurts the be- – it hurts – I don't know. My son made a very valid point, and he's, he's you know, he's 17. He's, he's dead. I don't really get it. I'm not even watching the playoffs till I get into game three, four, or five. Like, he's kind of like, it, it, seven games just seem to me too long. I understand for you, you like it because there's more bettable opportunities, but in terms of emotional level of the team, in terms of the excitement, you know, to me, a five-game series seems more spot-on in a playoff. I don't know, seven seems like a marathon. What do you think? Um,
2: yeah, I agree. He, he's right. I mean, it's, it seems like it is too long, but... It all comes down to money, and they have their own agenda there. But it, it seems like it's too long. I, I think the finals should go seven, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I I never put too much thought into it. I, I want everything to go 11 games if it could, more betting opportunities. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm well, just I know trying from be a money. betting point of view, I, I get it.
0: I'm just saying, like, I was even saying to the client that I'm flying to meet in Chicago on uh, Friday morning, I said, I'm glad it's game three and it's not game one, because at least it's going to be more exciting than game one where, whatever, you still got six more games potentially. You know what I mean? You're halfway home on game yeah. three no matter what.
2: And you're, you're going to meet somebody on, on – you're going to meet somebody That's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm going with a client. I'm going with a client. Because I was wondering how you're randomly getting to that game. game. I was wondering how. Oh no no, no. it's a
0: client. It's a it's a client who has season tickets, and he was like, "Oh, that's dope." Why don't you? So you know, and it's only an hour flight from Baltimore. So I was like, "Whatever," Um, but yeah, good stuff, man. I was glad that it wasn't game uh, one because at least I'm almost rooting. I know it sounds crazy. I'm almost rooting for the Bulls to lose tonight because it'll be more of a. Exhilarating yeah. atmosphere where they have uh-huh. to win the game.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it will be. Yeah, no, yeah, you'll probably have. Well, I mean, either way, the the fans will will have an impact because the basket. It's an NBA playoff game, but yeah, obviously, and and and, and then the and then if they go down zero two, the probability of them winning actually goes up because, and that's proven over a big sample size that. The team down zero two in that third game is, is 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 they show up. Now they haven't the last like five or six years, but traditionally they they do. So they probably have a good yeah, game. Yeah, money around.
0: line, money line, money line wise has not. You're saying just winning the game, not the spread, right? I get it.
2: Well, yeah, to the spread and winning the game, though. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Are you uh, getting excited for horse racing, Dave? You're...
2: Oh yeah, I can't wait. I'm just just drooling.
0: I had I bet yeah. ten horses yesterday. I got ten horses today. I love my horses, but yeah, like I said, it's it's kind of like I'm doing it in memoriam to our good our good friend Brian. Blessing. He was a horse and golf nut. I heard uh, our our man uh, our home our man uh, Micah won another golf match last week. Uh, so, you know, again, but he does a lot of live betting, which maybe he's got to train me on how to do it after the tournament starts where you get these crazy prices. You know,
2: obviously something, Mike follows the golf. Something, Go something tells me he's never going to train you. If I had to guess. Just a wild guess. Here's what, he, here, <laughs> here's
0: what his exact text was. Oh, I forgot to text you the winner. Sorry. When I, don't, when I don't give it to you, I win. The last four I gave you, I lost. He thinks I'm the jinx, so he held back on me. Can you believe that? That's not
2: nice. Oh, like in that one movie where they where the guy goes, "I bet that horse," and they all they hit him with the newspaper. Hundred percent. Movie was. Yeah. yeah. yeah
0: exactly. Hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> yeah, percent.
2: Yeah, I don't believe in that stuff. You're not a genius. Don't worry, I look at your. Oh. Yeah. No,
0: no, not at all. But I will say I'm very happy. Um, just so you know, you said I don't know how I'm running. Do you want to know how you're running in baseball? I can give you the exact record.
2: Uh, only if it's good. If it's bad, can you change the subject, subject please?
0: It's, no, it's a good record. It's a good okay, record. Okay, say it. 27 and 21 since baseball started to all members on, on our channels. So, now, now, money is different because we have different unit variations. But for all you guys listening, if you haven't hopped on to Dave's baseball, he's played 48 games. He's 27 wins, 21 losses, up units.
2: You guys hear that? I don't mean to pat myself on the back. Don't have to because he just All right, did. And I'll give you the exact Get unit, board. up Get
0: 5. on 5, Up 5.5 5 units.
2: Interesting. Okay. And, see, I'm 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 very, like, I'm very dedicated. I know I don't tell you this, but I spend a few hours a day doing this. I believe it. just thought I'd say that. Yeah. Because when I think yeah. this
0: is a breakout, me and you have been doing business since, like, 2015. This has really been the first year you've really... I mean, if you've always followed different groups, but this is the first year you are like deep into
2: baseball yourself, which is awesome. Well, and because I some of it. those plays, some of those groups have have. I just like to do everything myself, but yeah, they were they were going good, and then they they fell off a little bit. And I just want to do things. I just, you know me, man. I, I gotta, I just gotta bring it home. That's it. I don't want, I don't want people sitting there frustrated and. Got to bring it home, boys. That's the way I think. Well, no, I mean, last last summer, personally, in the
1: last couple summers, I pick up the pieces because you know, it, it, previous, not even the, the last two summers, the summer before COVID, when you had gone on a lot of your uh, cruises, I pick up the pieces and I do my overs model, which obviously I tell all clients I can't even start till mid-May because it's data-driven. So it's it's completely yeah. the opposite of your philosophy, which is chasing the price. And getting that overnight line where minus it's a complete it's the only sport that it's a complete statistical model where it uses an average of runs scored. It uses an average of the starting ERA, and obviously home and away does factor in a little bit um, based on basically if they in baseball if they get hot, meaning not the team itself to win gets hot, it's the bats gets hot. And usually they get a lot hotter when it's warmer out, similar like golf, where if you warm up, you're going to hit the ball farther. The same thing with baseball, you're going to start seeing mid-April, June, July, more runs scored. And that's why I mean, we all know that it's always going to be elevated in Colorado because of the, the pressure and the, you know, the, the thinner air. But, and that's why you're, you're always going to see you know, 12 and a half, 11 and a half, unlike other stadiums where it's you know an average of nine. Obviously, with good pitchers, it could be as low as seven and a half. But this model, is it's, it's like a blind model, meaning I don't look at the win-loss record. I don't care about if a team is on a streak. I just care about statistical data based on the pitchers that are pitching and the relievers available, their ERAs, their average of their ERAs. That's why I need enough data, and as well as the bats and how they're hitting them on an average that I have drawn in. So it's basically – in a way, like you do it where you're blindly betting a price because you like the price and it's an automatic bet, it's the same thing with me. I'm not looking at it from – it's a volume system as well where it's you know five or six overs a night at low percentage wagers. Now, what I don't – and I haven't calculated in years past, and I might reach out to you for this once we actually – gets closer to me actually doing it – is the price of the overs – maybe to wait on it. So that, and I'll get the education from you because you could probably coach me a little bit better. Cause I literally did it blind. It's, it's I didn't hard. care about the I know. price.
2: It, it's hard. It's hard though there. I hear what you're saying, but that's tough. I mean, I don't want to say that's a guessing game, but that's, that's a tough, that's tough. That's tough. That's tough to really Just be able as to, an
1: overs model or to get the better price? No, no, the price
2: for the, for the totals. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah, that's tough. No, you, whatever you're doing, I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm saying that like, okay. was just trying to clarify okay. the Yeah. Guys, believe it or not,
0: we got another hour of power under the books. Let's see how many winning streaks we have next week if Cincinnati's won a game between now and the next seven days, and we'll do it once again. Sportsinsiderradio.com, at Vegas Ringers on Instagram to follow Dave Mill daily. Great show, guys.